What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In this business breakthrough episode, I'm joined with Josh from Ottawa Quality Painting up in Canada. And it's great for us here in the States to see the similarities that other contractors deal with in Canada. And in this specific episode, we're talking about workmanship. We're talking about people that promise us high standards, promise us experience. We wind up, you know, giving them the world in terms of you know, all the resources they would need to be successful and then they let us down. And now we're in a position where, you know, we're at the mercy of the people that we brought in. And uh, what we talk about in this episode is so important. It's about having confidence in recruiting, confidence in hiring, confidence in being able to confidently know uh, that anyone can be replaced if they drop the standard. You know, it, it's, it's a matter of protecting the brand. And that's what we discuss in this breakthrough series. I'm excited uh, for you to jump in. So here we go. We're going to start it now. Tune in. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Let's make it happen. That's what I'm here for. Welcome to the uh, business breakthrough. Um, I'm here with the head honcho, Josh of Ottawa Quality Painting in Canada. You know, him and I go uh, back about a year and a half. I kind of know a little bit about his business, but things have changed. He just informed me. Uh, he sent some big numbers. So usually kind of want to just get a synopsis of really the best thing about what you, what's going on in your business, you know, in terms of what's what's working really well. And then what's the what's the absolute like bottleneck, man. So go ahead, take it away. So, um, yeah, we've had a lot of growth over the last year. So business coming in is not so much the issue for us. What I'm finding is a big kind of bottleneck in my business is finding good people. Okay. Um, and also managing people like I have no problem putting people on the right job sites and kind of moving them around as I need okay. to get deadlines fulfilled. But kind of, um, I guess, like the, the managerial side is of like, writing people up whenever things happen, like whenever yeah. there's issues and things like that, I'm not a hundred percent sure how to deal with that in a lot of scenarios. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just those kinds of things, like finding quality people um, and yeah, holding on to them and holding like, on and managing. Now, did you ever have any management management experience before? So that's it. Not, not really. I've kind of just jumped into it and, and yeah. hired people and kind of done the best I can. What I find is like, I'm, I'm too nice of a guy and in a lot of sure. scenarios like somebody will screw something up or whatever and uh like I need a way to kind of I don't know like in like show yeah. them that that's not something that they can do but kind of sure. help them correct that behavior in the future as well yeah well like, I'll tell you that a lot of this comes from the problem like you know it's kind of like I actually just got done doing a huge segment on taking jobs that aren't your niche job because you're not confident in your marketing to get your niche job. Yep. And that leads to kind of just randomness, no predictability. You're kind of at the mercy of your customer. Absolutely. Well, it's the same way when you don't have confidence in your hiring process, when you don't have confidence in your ability to bring in quality people, that leaves you at the mercy of the people that you do have. So it's not that you're too nice of a person. There's no way you're a pushover, 
But yeah. at the end of the day, you recognize that you need them right now more than they need you. And when, when it's the other way around, then you have a business that is independent of whether or not somebody does a good job because ultimately you can easily find a replacement if the habit continues. But right now it sounds like just because this is the topic of conversation, you're at a point now where you really don't really know how to get consistent people. And so there's guys that maybe have been with you for a while who are kind of like taking advantage of your kindness a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And like, I, I found like I implemented the system that you taught me there with like uh, making a Google form yep. um, so that you can compare candidates directly rather than just getting a bunch of emails saying, Hey, I can pay to hire me. Yep. Um, which that was amazing. So it really helped me kind yeah, of with the candidates. And uh, I, I haven't fully implemented the kind of uh, like on the phone interviews and in-person okay. interviews and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But um, something that I struggled with is bringing people on at too high of a wage. So like you speak to them about what they've been getting paid in the past or whatever, and okay. then you bring them on at that and they have all these promises for you. And then nobody's going to take a pay cut. Right. So sure. you're stuck with these employees sure. who are underperforming, how they sold themselves i guess and they're yeah. too, high of a, too high of a wage well part of you you know if if you did what i told you which was and i think i remember you texting me said it worked where you put out the ad then you funneled them into a google form and and yep. for those of you watching listening the form is essentially just a central location for you to review and really ask like job-based questions and things like that so it's more than just like all these random you know application stuff but you only did 20 percent and yep. What you're telling me, like one of the main issues is being uh, over promising pay and then not really getting what they deserve. Like we have checks and balances for that. Like that's it. You got to have an insurance policy, you know, after you hire somebody. So I'll break down. Let me break down the process for those yeah. listening. And then for you to, as a refresher, first thing, the ad appealing ad, you're going to get exactly what you put out. You know, uh, there's a lot of dating apps now. If you just put looking for a girl. Uh, what is that? You know, at the end of the day, it's pretty, pretty broad. And a lot yeah. of us say looking for a painter, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like, you got to, you got to narrow down which one I'm looking for somebody with a great attitude. I'm looking for somebody that wants to grow with a company that actually cares about their employees. I'm, I'm looking for somebody that has a valid driver's license and takes pride in what they do. Like the more that you put really the idea is not just to attract the right you know, candidates is actually to repel the wrong candidates. Does that make sense? You know, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do is if somebody sees all those things, oh my God, I'm not even going to apply to this place because I don't have a shot. And ultimately is, you know, maybe they'll get to a place in their life where they can have a shot, but right now it's not that time. So for you, you know, you got to make sure you're funneling in the right people. Now, if somebody actually takes that step, goes to the form, they've passed the first tier of hiring. Okay. So now you have, you know, people in this form that are, you know, potentials, you know, these are people that actually deserve a little bit of your time. Now, if you see two or three people that, you know, intrigue you, maybe they're not like off the charts exciting, it's good to send that email. Hey, reviewed your application. We'd like to, you know, let you know that, they're, that we're going to, you know, invite you to the next step of our hiring process, which is that phone interview. Now, just by you saying that raises the standard, right? Just say, hey, we have a hiring process. This isn't like all the other painting companies or landscaping companies you've worked for where, you know, you just get to start the next day. That's not how this works. And it's, it's not like that, right? Because it yeah, raises yeah. the standard because ultimately we're fighting for good people just as much as anyone else. We want good people and good people with, you know, with responsibilities. Most of them have families. They're attracted to this because- when you put processes in place, all they're thinking is stability. 
And yep. that's what employees look for is stability. And they want some place that has a, a little bit more than the next job where they feel like they're going to lose that job. So what do they do? They raise their own standards. So we set that tone early on. So as that phone interview goes, you know, really you're just feeling out personality, you're feeling out enthusiasm, uh, you're listening. If it's one o'clock and they're answering the phone like they just woke up, probably not the best candidate for you. So these are things that you need to be kind of thinking about during that phone interview. So, you know, if, if somebody's lucky enough to make it through that phone interview, okay, that's when we invite them to the in-person interview. This process is so important to go all the way through because by you stopping at 20%, you're not giving yourself a chance to wean out people that wouldn't have made it to that phone interview, wouldn't have made it past that in-person interview, right? So, yeah. so we're at the in-person interview. I'm not going to dive too much into that. A bunch of questions need to be asked. You're looking for punctuality. You're looking for, um, you know, you're looking for really, unfortunately, the way things are appearance, not necessarily looks, but, you know, if you come smelling like, you know, you haven't showered, yeah, our customers are going to obviously notice that. And that's not going to be a good look. You know, you can be great on paper, but these are some intangibles that we need to address. Then last, you know, last but not least, if this person actually gets to the point where you're feeling good about them, you've canvassed well, you, you've done the social media check, which I failed to mention, but that's definitely important. Okay, you've done all these things. Now we talk about money and really everyone has an idea. And majority of the time, if you ask somebody what they're expecting to get paid, usually they're modest because they don't want to knock themselves out of the ballpark. And if somebody's qualified in terms of what they say, like we just discussed, they're qualified yeah. to get the rate that they're saying, we give it to them, but not without a working interview. And that's what you're missing is that working yeah. interview. That's a one week working interview. I have someone right now who just started, made it through that entire process that I just told you. Okay. We gave him a working interview. Okay. Uh, day one, I got with my crew leader, uh, got with my supervisor uh, or project manager, supervisor. And the consensus right now is this guy is as slow as a snail. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was told by this person that he had owned his own quote unquote painting business, which was him in a brush, but that's cool. You paint your own paint house by yourself. Yeah. Fine. Um, but the consensus right now is that he's slow. Mm -hmm. So I have an insurance policy that Friday, he knows I'm calling. Yeah. And he knows that I told him straight up, Hey, you are not guaranteed employment yeah. Friday. We will discuss if you're a good fit for us mm -hmm. and that's, that's it. So if the, if the behavior continues, you know, and also I'm at a discounted wage this week. I'm not paying top dollar this week. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, so we're yeah. at, I think we're at $10 an hour. Wow. Week. Okay. Training. Awesome. You know, it's more than minimum wage. I mean, yeah. I'm not like, you know, I'm not hurting anybody. So hopefully that kind of opened up your eyes a little bit to kind of how important that process is. Cause I, yeah, for sure. Like I've implemented a lot of the stuff that you've taught me um, in the past, like making my business stand out as opposed to others. So I've gotten full payroll set up, which is one huge thing that I, I really wanted who, to get done. Who did you go with? Wage point. Nice. Yeah. That, only, it's only Canada, right? It's the Canadian gusto. I'm not 100% sure. I think so, though. I got uh, I brought on a bookkeeper full time. So he handles all of that kind of stuff, um, which has really taken a lot off my plate sure. as well. Um, but yeah, next thing is benefits. So that's something I really want to implement as well. Um, but yeah, I guess the whole my whole how do benefits work up in Canada? You guys got free health insurance? Yeah, we have health insurance, but uh, dental is extra vision care is extra. Um, things like that pills okay. cost money like any medication and stuff. So um, 
benefits in Canada cover a percentage of the cost for those. So like if you go in for a dentist appointment and it's 250 bucks, you'll only have to pay 20 and the okay. benefit covers the rest. Kind yeah, of thing. Got it. Yeah. And it's, it's generally like a monthly uh, amount that you pay per employee. Yeah. Um, must pay be nice. benefits. It's between like probably like 80 to 150 bucks, depending yeah. on what you go with. Wow. Uh, so it's not all that much, but yeah, it's something that could really add value. I think. I believe but, it. Yeah, I think w my main question is, what do you talk about on the phone interview? And, and what do you, you, you touched on a few things like uh, experience and like punctuality and stuff in the in-person yeah. interview. But I find myself when I meet with somebody, I don't have all that much to speak to them about. Like it only lasts maybe five or 10 minutes. And I don't really see how I could fit in like a phone interview and an in-person interview and have productive things to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Think about it this way. When you go to uh, estimate, do you not have productive things to say? No, no, oh, yeah, of course not. And it's yeah. really because it's like you have to plan, you know, and for me, you have to know what you're looking for, first of all. So, yeah. again, I just rattled off a couple of things I'm looking for. Number one, how are they answering the phone? Yeah, like, that's number one. I'm not really like the phone interview is to make sure this is a decent enough person for me to actually get in the car and drive to, a, you know, a central location and sit down with yeah. You know, I can tell off the bat, if you've done a couple phone interviews, you know who is going to be a good candidate. It's, it's enthusiasm. It's excitement. It's, hey, uh, you know, this is, hey, this is John. Okay, great. Yeah. And then really what I'm doing is I'm more so, I'm the one talking the most because the, the in-person interview is more to get to know them and their experience. I'll, I'll hit on that. So I'll go, hey, um, hey, John, you know, I, I reviewed your application, man. Um, says here that you're, uh, you got some painting experience. Um, I saw that you're working at, you know, Joe's place. What's, what's the reason that you want to leave, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then that's, that's a great open, that's an open door to see what's really going on. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then unfortunately some people are telling themselves to be like, Oh, well, you know, they, they kind of, you know, they, they won't pay me what I want. Like, so I can tell he's just about money, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm already writing them off. I'll cut that off real quick the sure. conversation and say, all right, man, well, yeah. So we're just going to call a couple people and, you know, move on, you know, but some people say, oh, you know, really? I mean, to be honest, I, I feel like I work real hard. The, the boss promised me a raise. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, as much as I really like working there, I, I mean, I, I'm looking to maybe get to a step above and I saw that you guys were hiring, you know, and I wanted to try to see if I could find some elsewhere. Cool. He, he passes that test. And then really I'm going to say, okay, well, let me tell you a little bit about us. You know, this is what we do. This is how we do it. This is what you're expected if we decide to hire you and, yep. and everything's hypothetical throughout, you know, the, the phone interview, the in-person interview, if we decide to move forward with you, if we decide to move forward with you, if like, there's no guarantee at all. Ever. No. Yeah. yeah. So, and that kind of protects us because we don't yeah. want to have to give people money um, that they don't. Uh, and now when, now you're in a position where some, you're, you have to fire somebody and that's hard for people like us who value people and yeah, you know, know that it puts them in a bad position. So um, with that being said, like it's more so when we get back to the conversation, what do I say? My biggest suggestion to you would be to really just keep the phone interview short, concise and sweet. Really, it doesn't have to be anything that's uh, more than just, you know, general information. Just tell me, read their resume, ask yeah. questions about their experience. And then next would be tell them about your company. Hey, does all that sound good? Awesome. Well, and then if you're getting a good feeling, which you will, you do this enough, you're going to know who, I mean, there was a guy I talked to for 60 seconds before I ended it. Um, and I just, yeah, but you'll, you'll get a feel for it. And then that's when you invite them to the, to the in-person interview, have that date in the back of your mind, 
try to try, you know, don't like, oh, well, let me see if I can fit you in. Like, know that Thursday at two, you got some availability, which is just like a customer. Yeah. You know, it's like the same level of like, boom, 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 boom. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I think the working interview is the key piece there because I mean, somebody can promise you the world and show up and not perform the way that they say they are. Right. So right. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a big one too. And, and especially having that day at the end of the week where you touch base and you actually meet with them and, yeah. and discuss all of the progress because you can say, Oh, I'll take you on at like a starting wage or whatever. But is, if there isn't that, that day at the end of the week, when you touch base and really cover like, and, and speak about everything that's been going on, there's, there's not really a point in it. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. very valuable. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and, and ultimately what it also does is it creates a little bit of authority uh, in whoever's managing the job, because ultimately yeah. you're getting with them. Hey, what do you think about this guy? Do yeah. you want him on your team? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you're kind of giving them the ability to say yes or no, because ultimately they're the ones that are with them every day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's uh, awesome. Like so, you, you suggested bringing on a supervisor. And so yeah. I did, I promoted one of my guys to that supervisory role and it's, it's made my life a hell of a lot easier. Like yeah. he manages the teams and he's my, cool my point of contact rather than getting five or six different calls all at the same yeah. time, getting one from him and he's really holding everybody accountable. So Good. yeah, that's, that's been really that's great. The most important uh, part of your business is that person that you trust to handle touch-ups and handle yeah. the guys and, you know, and all this. So he's, you know, I, I would even may, may even go as far as, you know, later down the line, letting him do the in-person interview, letting Absolutely. him, letting him, you know, facilitate this whole thing and then getting back to you. There's still, I have an employee that I've never met before yet still. Yeah. You know? yeah that's and, uh, and, and I'm okay with that. I, I don't need to meet him and not that I don't want to, you know, but it's yeah. more so I got the guys tell me he does a great job. I, t- I call him on the phone. We talk on the phone, you know, but uh, we're just at a point he's been with us for a month and he's been doing great. So, awesome. you know, the process is, is designed to give you the best possible result. Now, with what I'm experiencing now, um, I have that insurance policy. If this week continues and I still get that feedback, with the guy, it was his first day, so maybe a little nervous, you know, adjusting. But oh, no. you know how it is, man. You know, you might yeah. have to, you might have to make the decision. So, yeah. you know, but so you got two teams right now. Yeah, I do. So I have one team of three, and then I have uh, myself and one or two, depending on like the part-time guys and when they're working, doing kind of other other stuff at the same yeah. time. So, okay, cool. So how many employees total? So we've got three uh, full-time and then two part-time. Okay. Which, what's the guy that's giving you trouble? What does he do? Um, he is one of my full-time guys. I brought him on as a professional painter. So he ran his father's company for quite a while. Okay. Um, and so he promised me, he was like, yeah, listen, I've been doing this for so long. I'm going to get done. I'm going to get as much done as two of your new guys could get done. Um, uh, he, he's got so. an ego. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, he was asking for like a decent amount of money. What, what don't you, what, what is bothering you about this guy? So um, he's not that quick. Okay. Well, and then uh, also like, there's things that he, he does that sh- shouldn't be coming from somebody who's at that pay rate. So sure. um, we were painting a house and I hear from my supervisor that he's not using a drop sheet anywhere. So I've, I told my, my supervisor, well, tell him to use a drop sheet and if he doesn't use a drop sheet, send him home. Right. Um, so anyway, I show up on the job site a couple of days later and I'm looking around and there's drips, like small little tiny speckled drops yeah. all around, like all, the perimeter everywhere. Yeah. Um, 
so I called him up and I was like, you know, this, this is unacceptable. Like, uh, it's embarrassing. The clients have all weekend to see this now. And uh, like, we don't have time to clean it up until Monday. So um, anyways, he went in on Monday and uh, after hours uh, on his own time, he cleaned it all up, used uh, like the special spray and it, it came up, but it's something that I shouldn't have to think about or, or sure. put that effort in, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to deal with yeah. that kind of problem from him specifically. Yeah. Um, and then last week I had him on a job where he was doing top cuts in a new construction. So you need to be pretty detailed and like make a really nice line because you're creating that line there on the top. Yeah. And uh, it, they were wobbly, like all over the place. I had to send my supervisor in to, to recut the, the entire tops pretty much. Is he the highest paid on your team? Yeah. Yeah. How long has he been with you? Maybe like a month and a half or so. Yeah. So like yeah. right now I'm at a point where I'm, I'm thinking of like, I'm, I'm probably going to have to let him go. But uh, yeah. I think, I mean, you know the answer. I, I was going to say yeah. dude, he's got to fly. He's got to go. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. at the end of this week, fly. I think I'm going to. Yeah, if you got to finish up with like a job because it'll put you, it'll hurt you. Like, but that's good that we're having this conversation. So let's talk about where to get, like, first of all, yeah, let them go. Um, like before like December because Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, that's obviously, but now, you know, like, so what's the lowest paid guy you got right now? Uh, $16 an hour. 16. Oh, so um, I'm like wage 15. 40. So 16 is, is a buck over. Minimum. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so okay so i'm trying to understand the dynamics so you have this one guy who would work did he work along two other people or did he work with the one other person the the guy who's getting paid uh, like the yeah. guy we're just speaking about so the guy, who's, the guy who's stealing from you yeah so sometimes i have him like he's worthwhile on my team yeah. when i send him to do single day jobs so like i'll have a job where we paint seven doors or whatever i'll send him in he'll paint the seven doors everything's great works perfect and i make a decent profit because i'm charging like a, a decent amount to paint those doors right. Right? um but he's less valuable to me on a team and that, that's what i'm finding is um yeah. like, i could tell off the bat with that sort of attitude and that's something that you would filter out like that's something that if i hear oh i can paint better than this and like yeah there's a thing with painters dude that they come with the majority of them they come with this ego especially yeah. guys that at, like it's like a competition um for them and if you're the type of business that's trying to put together teams yeah you do not need anyone with that sort of attitude bro because no. and like, that's something that i've learned like now that i've seen it I, I understand that now you want, you want guys that are willing to teach the trade to anyone that wants to listen that's open to sharing knowledge that is okay with learning how to run a job because the guys that do that they want to do everything and they don't want to help others and navigate like how to get the job done as a whole. They're used to just like, you know, how the horses who race, they have those things like those yeah. vision goggles. That's kind of how it is. And yeah. when you put somebody like that in charge, you're going to get sporadic results. Again, no predictability. No, I agree. That's, that's a very good, uh, like that's, that's a very good observation. Cause uh, yeah, I've, I've like, I've had probably five guys come in and out throughout the summer and yeah. I've, I've had a couple with that very cocky attitude, always yeah. want more money. And you're right. They don't work well in a team setting. They do, they do their own thing, but even then like they're, they're unreliable. But the yeah, tough absolutely. thing with this guy that we're talking about is that he shows up on time every day. Great attitude. Like everything about him's good, except for like one, what I'm paying him, And second of all, um, like he, he's making mistakes that he just simply yeah. shouldn't be Well, making. the good news is, is that you can learn from this. And, and I've learned a lot going forward, like who I want to bring on. Yeah. Um, and I look at it like that. You know, ultimately, this guy's the type of guy, he's not going to be, you know, shaking the can for change. He's a guy that'll find work. He'll do his own own gig. He'll be fine. Yeah. 
Um, but for you looking at the dynamic of the company, it's also important for your supervisor to have people underneath him mm-hmm. that respect him and listen to him as opposed to people that give him backlash and tell him that, you know, cause that's probably what's happening. You're, you know, he's not like being a, he can't really reprimand this guy cause he's not Absolutely. the owner. No, no. And that's it. It's, it's and the guy knows that and he's like, dude, leave me alone. Like, yeah. You know, Absolutely. So you create the culture, like you're, you set the tone for the culture and like, you have got to filter these people out. And I would say that like, after we get off this call, you need to put out an ad on whatever your Canada version of Craigslist is. Yeah. Um, and then I don't, do you guys have Indeed up there? They yeah. Do- so I've, I've used Indeed. One that I found was really good actually is ZipRecruiter, um, believe cool. it or not. They're great. So they actually give you the option to invite candidates to apply to the position um and so like they they find people who are who are well matched for the position yeah. and you can actually invite them and uh yeah I, i've had great success through that uh, so you know the goal is it's like at the end of the day and i compare like all these aspects of business have the same laws attached to them right so hiring is its own world sales is its own world marketing its own is its own its own world so you think like if i do 10 estimates how yes. many jobs can I sell at 10 estimates? And the answer would be whatever your closing ratio is, let's mm-hmm. say it's 40%. So, you know, in order to sell four jobs, you need to do 10 estimates, right? Yep. So the same thing goes with marketing. Marketing. If I spend a thousand dollars, how many leads am I going to get? Okay. I'm going to get 10 leads. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I know that I need to spend a thousand dollars to get 10 leads. Okay. Now it's with hiring. How many interviews do I need to do to get to my perfect candidate? And it's like, if you're just doing one or two phone interviews and you settle, you're going to run into this issue. Hiring is the best investment of your time that you can make because ultimately that is what gives you peace of mind. When you know that you have quality people out in the field, there's a couple of things that happen. Number one, you're less stressed. Number two, you can actually build off of that strong foundation. You have right now, you have this wild card running amok in your business, dude. It's like, He's like a tornado and, and you probably lose sleep because you know, this guy's taking money from you, you know, and, yeah. Yeah, and it's stressful and you're not in business to, to be that way, especially with that kind of pay yeah, you know, exactly. for somebody. Right. And, yeah, and, he, and he's laughing his way to the bar. So, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes down to hiring, it's like, this is the investment that you need to make. You're going to be able to sell more confidently. I know for a fact, when you go to a job or an estimate and you know that you got to give this job to the guy you're always a little apprehensive. You're not as, as confident as you should be because you don't trust in the production as much as you should. You're like, you got nice carpets and in the back of your head, you're thinking, I don't know if he's going to put down a drop on these things. How much do they cost? Am I going to have to replace them if this idiot doesn't do this? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's true. It really like it, it takes so much mental energy just having mental that person energy, on your team. Like, yeah. And, and that's part of the reason why you and I are talking, which is great, because I hope that I can open your eyes to the importance of going through this process. And a lot of people who listen to these uh, on the podcast and all the other places I put, I put it, it's really important. This process just it guarantees a, a very, very good result. Now, we, we just stopped at the working interview. If you want to do a background check, you can. That's free. You know what I'm saying? Like, how deep do you want to go? You know, you could do a two-week working interview. You yeah. could do a 30-day probationary period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to find the perfect applicant, bro. That's and, it. Yeah. And, and, and that's your job. Like, if you're not in the field as much as you used to be because your supervisor's doing a lot of this stuff, you should be focused on administration, hiring, and then pushing out the essence. Yeah, that's absolutely true.
And uh, yeah, like what, what you said about um, like continuing to hire, I think is very valuable because that's, that's what I've been doing is I, I'll do a couple of interviews, I'll hire one or two people and then I'll, I'll leave it, you know? Yeah. And that's how I get stuck with these people who are driving me absolutely nuts. I would hire, like, if you're trying to replace this guy, I would hire two people yeah. to try out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, see, that makes a lot of know? sense to me. And that that's, uh, I think yeah. I, I'll apply that and that'll, right. that'll have him try out. But ultimately, um, you being a nice guy and stuff, like, it's up to you if you wait to let this guy go. But, I mean, you're probably going to feel so much better. Oh man. Have so much more clarity. Like if, even if you call this guy tonight and say, look, man, it just isn't working. Yeah. Um, I have to move in a different direction. You might be off this week a little bit in terms of your production, but you'll be able to think a lot clearer. Yeah. Um, so I, I said, if I, if it were me, I'd let him go today. For sure. Yeah. And like, it's not just the quality of work too. It's the pay. Like that's the toughest thing is like, I'm hey, seeing my, my bank come down every yeah. time that I'm paying this guy. And I know it's for, making a thousand a week. About Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, and then it comes in after hours and cleans up and you pay him. I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> they just yeah. clock in. I know what it is, dude. I know how I, you want to be a good boss. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I had to go through my share of getting taken advantage of. I'm just coming to you from somebody. I've been through it where I've been in the same position where you have these people that you invest your time into. You want them to work out. But I tell everyone, you cannot train character, bro. No, character is something that the person has to have before they get to you. You can yeah. train someone to paint. You can't train them to, to have character. No. And that's what I've found. Like I've brought on, I've had really good success bringing on people who have absolutely no painting experience just because of their character and training them from start. Willingness to, to learn, willingness yeah. to follow directions and treat yeah. your company with respect. You know, this guy came from owning his own gate. Yeah. So to him, the $30 is nothing. Okay. Yeah. Cause he's, he, he knows he can paint a house by himself and make two grand in a week and you know that's just his mentality usually that's what they come with but he doesn't understand that you're providing work for him you're providing materials you're providing all this stuff and he just gets the clock in and clock out so it is a it's not just like he's doing you a favor by being there you're doing just as much of a service to him yeah and and that that 25 so what i would do is in terms of money you know if there's somebody on your team that is pumping that deserves a raise well, now you have some money to play with and you should give somebody a raise. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's like he's also seeded into some of my other employees that um, like there should be bonuses for performance. Yeah. And stuff. Like oh, he's, bro. he's been talking about so many. Like, Dude, get off. Get off. it. We got to go. You got to call this guy. Yeah, bro. I need to. I know for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, dude, we're going to catch up again, I'm sure. And I'm excited for you please reach out to me. You know, you know what it is, man. If you want to jump on again, I'm happy to. Absolutely. And then, yeah, and then it comes in after hours and cleans up and you pay him. I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> they just yeah. clock in. I know yeah. what it is, dude. I know how I, you want to be a good boss. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I had to go through my share of getting taken advantage of. I'm just coming to you from somebody. I've been through it where I've been in the same position where you have these people that you invest your time into. You want them to work out. But I tell everyone, you cannot train character, bro. No, character is something that the person has to have before they get to you. You can yeah. train someone to paint. You can't train them to, to have character. No. And that's what I've found. Like I've brought on, I've had really good success bringing on people who have absolutely no painting experience just because of their character and training them from start. Willingness to learn, willingness yeah. to follow directions and treat yeah. your company with respect. You know, this guy came from owning his own gate. Yeah. So to him, the $30 is nothing. 
okay because yeah. he's he he knows he can paint a house by himself and make two grand in a week and you know that's just his mentality usually that's what they come with but he doesn't understand that you're providing work for him you're providing materials you're providing all this stuff and he just gets the clock in and clock out so it is a it's not just like he's doing you a favor by being there you're doing just as much of a service to him yeah and and that that 25 so what i would do is in terms of money you know if there's somebody on your team that is pumping that deserves a raise well now you have some money to play with and you should give somebody a raise that's it yeah absolutely and uh, yeah, it's like, he's also seeded into some of my other employees that um, like there should be bonuses for performance yeah. and stuff. Like oh, he's, bro. he's been talking about Six so 50. many. Like, Dude, get off, get off it. We got to go. You got to call this guy. Yeah, bro. I need to. I know for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, dude, we're going to catch up again, I'm sure. And I'm excited for you. Please reach out to me. You know, you know what it is, man. If you want to jump on again, I'm happy to. Absolutely. Hey, I really hope you enjoyed the breakthrough series. Um, hey, if you're interested in jumping in and allowing me to dive in and help you break down some barriers in your own business, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you on the next breakthrough series session where we will dive in. We will figure out what's going on in your business. I will give you actionable advice and you'll be able to use that advice and take your business to the next level. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me on Instagram, however you need to reach out to me, find me and we will set up a time for me to coach you through the barriers stopping you from growth.